Hello there, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews. Leave me for a few podcasts that will try to be nice to movies, but I may not end up having to slice and dice them. Each and every month, there's a thing. And as it's May, I'm doing Maggie Movies as part of the Summer of Same Sex. This is a wrap-up episode, so I'm doing Seed of Chucky. Now, I haven't seen this since cinemas way back in 2004. And I walked out kind of meh on this. Then I heard the hatred online and oh my lord. Now, see, when I was a kid, I was scared of Chucky. Much to my older brother's amusement. He then rented part one and two almost every single weekend. And then when I hit 13, I stopped being afraid of horrors and started to love how ridiculously fun they can get. Then I found baby movies and I do so love a good bad movie. This falls smack down in the middle of the fucking beat movie territory for me. Uh, I have only seen two of the eight in cinemas. Mind you, most of these went straight to tape or straight to VOD, so, hmm. Them being, uh, child, is it child? Sorry, Bride and Seat of Chucky. Now, I know in Britain, in the early 90s, Chairs Play 3 was banned due to the Jimmy Bulger case, and indeed this took five years uh, for Chucky to get back on the big screen, as he came back with his Bride. Another movie I love because it's so fucking tongue-in-cheek. And this movie picks up right where the last one left off, well, kinda. The thing is, in keeping with the fucking B-movie style, this was supposed to be called Son of Chucky, and was supposed to be out in 1999-2000. However, Don Mancini, the creator of Chucky, had problems getting a director and indeed a studio. He also hated the idea of a gender-confused serial killer, the child of Chucky, so rejected it also it was quote-unquote too gay. So, hmm. Mancini then continued on with the movie with focus features. So here we have it, Don Mancini's take on Ed Wood's Glenard Glender with a child's play spin. Even though this is hated by the fans and indeed the lowest grossing of the franchise, I'm here to find out if that is indeed fair. So let's fuck for the chuck and see if ripping into this is indeed Child's Play. With its $12 million budget, this thing pulled in 24.8. Starring Brad Dorf, Jennifer Tilly, Billy Boyd, Redman, Hannah Spirit, and John Walters. Directed by Don Mancini. The plot is six years after Friends of Bride of Chucky. Tiffany and Chucky's love child is, is in a freak show attraction in Britain for reasons. They want to return to America to hunt down their parents and find out where they came from. Once arrested, however, Tiffany and Chucky are shocked to find their serial killers, sorry, the kid rather, find that they're serial killers and they get off on the fact that they're killing people. So they try to turn Tiffany and Chucky good. This lasts for a short time over, as Tiffany has a plan to insert herself in Jennifer Tilly's body. All the killings make Glenn Glender go insane as they take down their parents. Can the things all end up happily ever after? I find out here. So, after the studio logos, the movie opens up with CGI sperm dripping everywhere, then CGI splooge heading down to CGI eggs. And why the hell am I getting look who's talking flashbacks? Hmm. Anyway, the egg is then fertilised, so it splits into cells. And then we see a terrifying CGI baby with Made in Japan on its arm. Now, see, if this body was 
made in Vegas and Bride of Chucky. Shouldn't it say made in America? The movie is then born quite literally as it bursts through the fucking um, the birthing canal. On to a little girl, Claudia, played by Bethany Denville, opens up her unwanted birthday gift as her mum, played by Stephanie Camp- yeah, Campus, and dad, played by Simon James Morgan, watch on. Claudia isn't pleased with the gift, calling it, quote, the most ugliest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. What the hell would I give an American accent for? She's playing English. She throws it in the toy box with all the rest of the unwanted toys as that night comes to life in a thunderstorm, but of course, keeping with the B-movie vibe, to kill the parents. I love the POV point, uh, tracking shot. It's all very Halloween some to eat. As the doll goes upstairs to kill the dad. Which it does by stabbing shit at him as he falls over a banister. And I love that as a nod to the omen. Archives. Next is the mum, who is of course in a shower because no good horror movie worth its salt doesn't do a shower, a cycle nod. Anyway, the dog gets into the shower, drops a knife, so the mum's scared of it, slips out and falls out of the shower, landing on the floor, almost like Janet Lee in Psycho, except she shows her boobs. And this is the only child's movie to show nudity, I think that's right, so... Next is a little girl. Too bad. It's pissing its pants. You're pissing your pants. Why don't you do American accent? Of God's sake, it's supposed to be British. And we find out this is a nightmare of Glenn slash Glender played, sort of voiced by Billy Boyd. The opening scene was supposed to be all one shot. Bullshit. Glenn Glenda wakes up pissing its pants as Sykes, played by Keith Lee Castle, who I thought was fucking Carl Urban before I looked him up takes Glenn Glender or as he calls it shit's face out of its cage reform on stage at a freak show now see in Britain we don't have travelling freak shows so that's a note for me then and it's six claims he's the world's greatest ventriloquist as Glenn Glender sits and does the whole talking thing without moving his lips blah 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 thing you know Anyway, he tells the crowd he found him in a graveyard in the States and the little fucker tried to rip my throat out. Kidding. Cue a voiceover from Glenn Glender saying it's a a freak, an orphan and Japanese, except good guy dolls were made in America. Moving on to Santa, played by Jason Fleming, who is so ashamed of this role, he wants it scrubbed off his IMDb, saying, and I quote, I was dressed as Santa, getting killed by a doll in Romania, asking where the hell did it all go wrong, unquote. Anyway, in a snowy graveyard, which is supposed to be the same one in Bride of Chucky, Chucky, voiced by Brad Dorf, and Tiffany, voiced by Jennifer Tilly, um, or was it now? Tiffany sneaks up behind Santa, throws a slinky around his throat as Chucky slices the fake stomach, saying, You're not real! Before slicing his throat and stabs him dead multiple times, saying, You're that fucks with your head, that fucks with your head, that fucks with your head, that fucks with your head! Santa then screams as Chucky is stuck, and this is goddamn ridiculous as the director shouts, Cut! And why am I getting a nightmare flashback from this? Hmm. Anyway, we find out this is the set of Chucky Goes Psycho. A fucking terrible name. And it is indeed a movie of the urban legend of Chucky and Tiffany. An E-Online reporter reports from this set. This is indeed a movie. 
So cut to Jennifer Tilly playing Jennifer Tilly as she chops down on a chocolate bar. The running gag is she's fat, as always eating. That's a fucking mean joke. But good on Jennifer for taking it on her stride as she takes the piss out of herself. We're then introduced to her assistant, Joan, played by Hannah Spirit. One of the seven from S Club 7, a terrible early noughties British pop band. Fucking awful. Anyway, who looks in vanity for a job for Jennifer after she bitches she's stuck doing Chucky movies, saying she has no fans or other job offers. Also saying Joe Roberts stole her career after she slipped the director to get Erm Brockovich. Yeah, love, your one-two punch in pop culture is Family Guy and Chucky, so thank yourself, Lucky. Anyway, she also hides the chocolate bar in Chucky's overalls. Uh, who is sitting on her lap for reasons? As Joan tells her, the new hip-hop version of this, The Birth of Christ is to be filmed by Redman. So Jennifer wants to roll as the Virgin Mary, which everybody laughs at because she's a slut. Well, unless someone anyway, she's a slut. Anyway, back in <coughs> Britain, Glenn Glenda watches the Not E report on Tiffany and Chucky. So plans their escape to hunt for them in the USA. Sykes tries to get Glenn Glenda to kill a rat, but they can't, and just pets the rats. Kidding, the rat then bites Sykes, so Glenn runs for it in totally not Romanian countryside, trying to pretend to be British. He then jumps on a garbage truck, which takes him off in his escape. Then Indiana Jones style, he flies to United States. Now in Hollywood, Glenn hunts down for Tiffany and Chuck. How in the fuck he get from um, Britain to America by boxing himself up? How did he... Oh, moving the fuck right on. Cut to Jennifer Tilly in an addition with a red man, played well by Redman, as she tests for the part of the Virgin Mary. And this was supposed to be Quentin Tarantino, but he says no, spent with Redman because he's next in line apparently. Hmm. All he does is stare at her boobs. Then she asks for another private audition once she finds out he wants Joe Roberts. Cut to the prop room with Frankenstein's monster, a wolfman and indeed a zombie as Glenn Glenda breaks out of the box finding Tiffany and Chucky under plastic wrap. So Glenn Glenda pulls out the magic amulet and says the voodoo curse and boom, they're alive. My God, it's alive for the love of God. How did he get the amulet? Who knows? How did he get from Britain to America? Who cares? How did he know which studio to go to? Eh? I just love these dolls that cost hundreds if not thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. Are just lying on the floor wrapped in a cheap piece of plastic around them, you know? Anyway, now alive, Chucky and Tiffany ask Glenn Glender its name, with it saying Shitface. So Tiffany finds out it's her son, daughter, so renames it Sweetface. The same thing she called Jesse and the Bride of Chucky. I'm going to go so much shit for saying it instead of they, them, because I have no idea how the fuck do these pronouns thing. This PC thing is ridiculous. Oh my god, I'm having the fuck right on. I love the bloodshot eyes look they give when they're alive. Glenn Glender tells Tiffany and Chucky they're in Hollywood and indeed they are movie stars now. And walks a grip how Tiffany and Chucky kill once he finds out they're alive. I gotta say, I love the kills in this. 
and all two are the same and they're all bloody as all hell. As Tiffany and Chucky make out, Glenn and Glenda pisses their self. So Chucky pulls on its genes to showing it isn't anatomically correct. Cue a debate if it's a boy or a girl as Chucky names him Glenn, whereas Tiffany names her Glender and odd to Edwards Glenn Glender. As I said earlier. In walks Jennifer Tilly to get her chocolate bar from Chucky's overalls. She then sees the dead body and thinks it's all a joke. Tiffany falls in love with Jay Till, as I'm going to call her. So plans to take over her body. Jay Till makes out with the head of the grip until she sees it's real. Cue sirens and naked gun style as the cops show up. The press are all over her thinking she had an affair with the grip. The fuck? In the crowd is a freelance paparazzi, Pete Peters, played by John Walters. I love how trashy he is asking her to draw a picture of the dead body. That's cold. Cut to Jay Till's limo driver, Stan, played by Steve West, who is in love with Jay Till. And shit, I just looked at the grip is. He's Tony Gardner, a makeup artist, special effects artist, and indeed a puppeteer. He's done the effects, makeup on everything from Evil Dead 2 to Adam's Family Values to all of the Chucky movies to date. Anyway, Tiffany, Chucky, Glenn, and Glender get into limo as Jill gets in the front seat, and indeed she kisses the limo driver. Not one of the press. See this, nor indeed the dolls walking around. Great fucking paparazzi people they are, you know. I mean, hmm. One minute they're over them, next minute she's fucking snogging a guy in the fucking front seat and the dolls are walking around, but moving on. In the back limo, Glenn, Glinder asks Chucky if they're ninja assassins or hitmen. Chucky tells him they're not from Japan, they're from New Jersey. As Tiffany goes on about how great she thinks Jay Till is, Tiffany Spells out her plan to see Jay Till's body, then put Chucky in Redman, and then get a kid in which she can put Glenn Glender's body into. The fuck? Meanwhile, Jay Till calls Joan at home, who she's writing fan mail for Jay Till, to tell her to bring a bottle of champagne to her house that night as she has a date with Redman. Tiffany Overhill overhears this and calls her a complete slut. As in the attic of J. Till's home, Tiffany and Ch- Chucky tuck in Glenn Glenda for the night. And I love how Chucky is tapping his knife on the crib. By the way, how the fuck did they get from that limousine into the house up to the attic without anybody seeing them? Glenn Glenda then asks why they kill people and he makes them promise to give it up. Chucky tells them it's a hobby and a family tradition saying violence isn't bad violins are bad oh god that's a terrible joke but i love it joan tries to talk jay till out of doing this saying you're going to sell yourself to play the virgin mary irony jay till fires her for that as a red man pulls up in his uh what was that a humvee i think it was no it wasn't a humvee it was a truck whatever outside john walters watches chucky knock one out as he, t- uh, chucky is walk- looking at a copy of fangoria the fuck thankfully i didn't watch the uncut version as apparently you get to see tough uh, 
Chucky choking his chicken. Anyway, downstairs, Tiffany speaks to drinks. The two talk about Bond. Then they make out. Uh, pissed off, uh, Tiffany brains Redman with an award. Azure motor snaps picks of the two of them as they fall around. Jay Till freaks out seeing Tiffany after Tiffany tells her you can always smell it on girls who sell it. Chucky then goes downstairs with a cup full of splooge. And this freaks out Jill J Till even more. So Tiffany knocks out with the award. Cut to Tiffany and Chucky pulling the KO'd bodies upstairs. Where Tiffany plans to insert Chucky's seat in J Till. Well, Chucky takes over Redman's body. I love the fact how Tiffany calls her. God, fuck, she's fat. <laughs> so mean. Anyway. Chucky sees John Walters, so follows him and kills him. But he takes Glenn with him to do his first kill. Who tries to save John Walters, but he freaks out. He freaks uh, John Walters out, rather. And he hits himself on, oh, well, falls over himself and hits himself on a shelf. And does acid pods on his head because, eh, dying. Chucky pulls out a camera, takes a photograph, proudly with his son, who is indeed in shock. And I've got to say, on the way to uh, Joe Motors' photo lab, Chucky runs Britney Spears off the road saying, Oops, he did it again. That's a fucking terrible joke. Next morning, Redman and J. Till come to thinking they slipped each other. J. Till thinks Tiffany was a guardian angel, telling her not to be a slut. Cut to Tiffany in the attic, reading 12 steps, as she tries to make amends for all the murder she's done. She calls the wife of the cop she killed in a bride of Chucky in the warehouse, where first she first got the sliced up Chucky doll. As outside, the limo driver sees Redman leave, then J. Till enters. Um, as she throws up in her bag, she's now pregnant. That night, J. Till has Redman over for dinner again, and she tells him she's pregnant. He tells her he can't, he's had the stick, therefore it's not his. Then... Tells her he can't with, with uh, again. He can't work with a pregnant chick. Tiffany overhears this, so plans on killing him. Uh, she calls her twelve-step sponsor because that's funny. Haha. The sponsor tells Rome wasn't built in a day, so don't beat yourself over if you have a little slip up. So she then goes downstairs to kill Redman by cutting off his dick and then. Him. As Jay tells on the phone with the cops, they think she's killed John Walter's paparazzi. Where's the proof? Glen Glenda watches this in shock and cue his eyes twitch, which turns him from peace-loving Glen to seal killing Glenda. So he's not transgender, but he's insane, like Norman Bates. Next day on TV, Tiffany watches Martha Stewart going to the chair in a joke that was carried on from Bride of Chucky. Because Martha Stewart is Tiffany's icon, and ugh, who cares? Chucky says he can't wait at once for this kid. So Tiffany tells him it's a voodoo pregnancy. It'll take a matter of days. Cut to J. Till. We can up to find ourselves huge with twins. J. Till calls Joan. Tell her she's fat, not pregnant, but fat. Joan thinks this is a cry for attention, so talks her down and then heads over. Cue a dumb three-way phone call with J. Till, Tiffany and Joan as Chucky sits behind J. Till to bag her? What the fuck? 
she's carrying your child, you fucking moron. The one thing you have wanted since 1988 is a soul. Yet you try to kill Jennifer Tilly as she's fucking pregnant. You who wrote this crap? Anyway, Tiffany catches Chucky tying J Till to the bed before going for a cup of fuel. Awkward. Chucky stuffs a rag into J Till's mouth and he accidentally drops a photograph of John Walters. So Tiffany goes off of him. Glenn walks in screaming, You're tearing me apart! Lisa. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, Glenn explains sometimes he feels like a boy and sometimes he feels like a girl. So he's um, gender fluid then. Oh, God. He does say, however, he, he is not a killer. Chucky goes off on both of them, saying he's a killer. And even if they're ashamed, he is not ashamed of what he is and indeed what he does. Then, saying it is a choice, not something you should hide in the closet. So much message your mate. Um, should you be proud of what you are and not change yourself? Or is it a choice? I mean, uh, moving on. Chucky is against Glenn for being a girl. But yet he thinks you should be proud of who you are. Oh, who gives a fuck? This message is... Uh, anyway, this movie falls to pieces after this last 20 minutes or so, so who gives a fuck? Anyway, a red man's body falls from a closet as Tiffany cries. Chucky gloats that she's not so high maintenance anymore. Blah, 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 blah. More eye twitching from Glenn as Tiffany calls the limo driver over so Chucky can take over his body. Cut to him tied to a bed telling J Till he loves her. J Till goes into labour as a thunderstorm hits, but of course, again, B movie. Jones shows up, finally, it took her all fucking day to do so. So, Glender kills her by setting her a light and using a can of hairspray and indeed a lighter. Ah yes, he's dressed as Tiffany, so Glender is a killer, whereas Glenn isn't. Way to go saying trans people aren't killers there, hmm. Shouldn't John Walters have got the hairspray kill? I mean, hello. Hmm. Moving on. Glenda is stuck raving mad, not to worry, one slap in the face and Glenn is back. Okay then. Later, J. Till goes into full labour. She has a boy and then indeed a girl, so now Glenn Glenda can be in the body they want. Okay then. Chucky then snaps under the pressure, killing the limo driver, saying he loves being a fucking doll. He doesn't want to be human after all he is infamous as a doll and indeed he is immortal as a doll what's so good about being a human you can die you get old blah 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 he's a fucking serial killer an icon and as a doll <laughs> tiffany and chucky then fight with her nailing him with a knife he killed the driver with earlier the cops then burst in fighting the bedroom scene with six people dead j till is taken to hospital not under arrest mind but taken to hospital the state want to take the kids from her as they think she is bug nuts insane. Not to worry, however. Tiffany, Glenn, Glender enter the hospital room and then drug Jennifer Tilly as Tiffany takes over her body. Chucky is not dead, however, as breaks through the door with an axe, shining style, but doesn't do the fucking line. Boo, freaking well hiss. I mean, you've got to do low-hanging fruit jokes to do that one. Chucky 
sticks Tiffany in the head with the axe, killing her outright. So Glenn takes on Chucky in some ridiculous wire through Kung Fu fighting. And then he chops up Chucky's body with an axe. When did Glenn learn Kung Fu? Where did Chucky get the axe from? Why did nobody see the dogs enter the hospital? Who the fuck cares? Cut to the twinsies' fifth birthday party. As we find out, Tiffany is insane, J-Till. Plus, Glenda is insane, whereas Glenn is a pure little angel. The nanny is spooked by Glenda, rightfully so. She looks like a fucking child of the damned, but Ginger. As outside, Glenn opens a present of Chucky's arms. Oh, yes. J Jennifer Tilly kills an Annie with the Tiffany doll, and we found out Tiffany is indeed inside Jennifer Tilly. A voiceover from Glenn kicks in, telling us they're finally one big happy family, as little boy Glenn has the picture of John Walter's dead body in his pocket. He then pisses himself after seeing Chucky's arm come to life, and then his eye starts to twitch. Okay then. Credits roll onto scenes of all the murders scored to a bad cover of one way or another. So that was Seed of Chucky, and my god, he's firing blanks. Now, I do a lot of nods to other movies and indeed the kills. However, the message over a bloody well place is this pro trans or not? Glenn Glender was a misfire. Tiffany is annoying as fucking this. Chucky is stuck in 80s slasher mode. Now, this movie does work for the first hour, but after that, it just falls to pieces and it's just one big blah. The CGI looks cheap and the effects are iffy at best. I mean, uh, I'm going to give this thing a very generous 4 out of 10. Now, thank you for listening and don't forget to like, share, comment and indeed subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pond. Now come back next week as I look at sleepaway camp movies as the summer of same sex continues. Even though it's not a lesbian, whatever. Check out my other horror franchise podcast of House, Omen, Psycho, Hilders and more. Also my solo podcast of Child's Play, The Stuff, Ginger Snaps and many, many more. A bye. And remember, I watched these bad movies so you don't have to. <laughs>